we shouldn't do this in the morning. Time. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this was a bad idea. This could not have been a worse possible time to uh, do this. Absolutely I'm having terrible. A hor- I'm having a horrible time. You're today. in the middle of a work day, which is stressful. Yes, to, like, it is. Stop working. You're like monitoring emails, trying to figure out if Elon is going to self implode. Yeah. And I'm waking up in the fucking New Zealand at seven o'clock in the morning to do this. And it sucks. Both things suck. Yeah. Uh, we are um, two people who do a Fast and Furious podcast together. We talk exclusively about Fast and Furious. There are no <laughs> other topics ever discussed on this podcast. <laughs> it's our pride and joy and pain and suffering all at the same time. And today especially, if someone painful comes on and very suffering. And they try to get us off track by throwing out some <laughs> willy-nilly fucking off-topic stuff. No! Fast and Furious only. That's discussion. right. Um, we watched seven. I hope you watched seven this week because that's the movie that I watched. <laughs> that's also the movie that I watched. I thought to confirm with you, I thought to confirm with you just to make sure that we weren't uh, totally blowing it. But I was like, no, I feel like we can do this uh, yeah. <laughs> super sensory style. I feel like the same. I was watching on, we were going to record this weekend and then I was watching on... I guess Sunday morning, because I usually record mm-hmm. on Sunday afternoons, and I texted you. I was like, is it 8 o'clock now? I sort of, there's been a daylight savings time shift. Mm-hmm. This is all a little inside baseball for people, but, <laughs> but, but I texted you. I was like, when's 8 o'clock? And he's like, it's in an hour, but I haven't watched the movie. I was like, I was like, okay, all right, all right. So we moved it to the weekday. As soon as you sent that text, because I was stressing to finish the movie on time for 8 o'clock, I thought I had another hour, I stopped the movie immediately. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> like, I'm not watching the rest of this right now. <laughs> yeah. I threw my laptop across the room. I was like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, we had a little, um, we had a planned hiatus last week, and we had an unplanned this uh, this weekend, yeah, we but I like yeah. I enjoyed myself so much having not watched a movie previous week. I was like, well, maybe this is the real maybe this is real life now. Yeah, and uh, I thought about it all day as I was uh, going through my Saturday here, your Sunday, and yeah. I was like, wow, I'm really enjoying this. I'm still enjoying this, and here we are just not gonna watch the movie <laughs> i mean it worked out for you in a sense that like you, it worked you got a little a couple extra days yeah yeah i i really should have i think it came back to me i think the um i think the universe knew that the tuna universe knew that i was not doing what i was supposed to and came back to punish yeah. me double when i yeah. actually watched the movie i um stress watched it last night because again after i throw through my laptop across the room <laughs> saying fuck it i'm not watching any more of this movie right now um i realized at 10 30 last night that i had to finish a fucking movie and so i was mm-hmm. like tired and it was late and i was like 
I had an hour left. It's just little enough time to be like, I can knock out an hour. I can do yeah. it. Yeah. The thing about this movie is it's so friggin' long. It's so so what's long. it run? It's what does it so run? 220, 215? 220, yeah. Yeah. I think I did an hour chunk and then I took a break. Yeah. And then I did another hour chunk and I was like, I can't even do the last 20 minutes of this movie. Ah. So I, I consumed that this morning and it was rough through and through. Oh my God. The last 20 <laughs> minutes. I don't think I want to ever want to be in a situation. I remember consuming the last everything. 20 minutes of a Fast and Furious movie ever. Yeah. The last, it's so brutal, man. The last 20 minutes. Especially this movie where I feel like the end of this movie is actually the weakest part. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, in, over the course of our many watches, I agree. I think at the time, we also, we saw this one in theater together. Yeah, I did. thought I was, we oh, did. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was, I thought I was totally in it right up until Vin's seeming last breath there on the busted concrete. Yeah, the I was like, out. wow, they really got me on this one. But the rewatchability of this movie is soft. I like this movie until they go to LA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like watching this movie. Obviously, watching this movie 18 times, 17 times. <laughs> It's fucking dog shit, and I don't want to do it anymore. But um, I generally have good feelings about this movie until they go to L.A. I think it's, like, well-paced. I think they are... It is the most bonkers thing in the universe to me how well they were able to pull off the Paul Walker thing. Mm-hmm. Not just from a technical standpoint. Obviously, p- people can spend their whole lives like painting Paul Walker on a computer, you know? Mm -hmm. But from like a sort of structure in like respect standpoint, you know, there's a way they do this where you're like gross, (laughs) right? Like there's a world in which they keep Paul Walker in this movie and like, you're just like kind of, gross mm-hmm. <laughs> like please mm-hmm. don't do this anymore um and i think like if the rock had been in charge maybe of like the, dealing with the paul walker situation that might have happened mm-hmm. um but because vin who was his brother and his like co-star and vin cares a lot about these movies was in charge i think it turned out okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah I I could see that. I mean, I, there are there are infinite number of ways that they could have done this worse. Yeah. In terms of paying respect to Paul Walker, yeah. Big, I big. in my in my mind, I think that if uh, if they did anything, the likes of the Matrix Reloaded and having Neo uh, running around the circle and all those Mister Smiths, I think that <laughs> is would not be sort of out of character for the wildness of the series yeah. that has as it had developed over time, but. Obviously, that would be a unfitting send-off. I mean, all right, so Neo, the Neo thing is like what everybody points to, of like bad, this is bad CGI. I'll say two things. Can I say two things about Neo? One, when I was 14, 14, 14? 
something like that ish i mean i was hyped for matrix (laughs) (laughs) reloaded okay which one is it revolutions is the third right uh yeah revolution is the is the third reloaded revolution and they came out within if i remember correctly they came out within like six months of each other um reloaded uh, sorry (laughs) yeah reloaded is was a may release and then i think revolutions was like a christmas release or something like later on that year wow it was crazy um i was hyped and i'll tell you what 14 year old me i watched that movie i was like yeah this is dope like (laughs) i was like this is it this is they nailed it Mm -hmm. wachowskis they fucking nailed it, man. They it was fucking they they did such a good job. The neophyte was awesome. The Oracle killed yeah. it. The architect. There. Whatever that yeah. is. The architect and and um what's her name? The Oracle eating her little yeah. um licorice snacks. Oh, that's right. I remember I ate a lot of licorice after watching The Matrix. Did you? The first episode Only the first for that one reason. I ate about ten thousand oatmeal cookies. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, those I haven't seen. They might still be good. I don't know. But here's the thing about the bad. The, we're talking about bad CGI. Yes, the scene is bad. It looks like uh, you know. It just looks soft and like not lit well, and like the models aren't. They're when you get guys who are kind of like I don't even know how to describe it. They, they look like the uh, they look like the weather vanes that they keep at the airport that have that look like pants on yeah, a stick. Or like, do you ever go by like an auto uh, dealership and they have those giant inflatable guys that are like? <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they look like that. And I, from my understanding, which is limited about VFX, I don't do VFX. I work with VFX people sometimes. But I don't really know what they do. They're all, they always like just live in an office, and <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and do a lot of they do a lot of spreadsheets. I feel like I do a lot of spreadsheets. Those guys do a lot of spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest killer of VFX is in terms of quality is time, like without question. It's like mm-hmm. you can make anybody can make anything like these days look incredible. Like, it is truly, truly, truly possible. The thing that diminishes it is time. Like, and you notice during the, like, Marvel movies, how, like, they kind of look poopier over the years. Mm-hmm. And, like, a more washed out and, like, not as amazing CGI to me, personally, is because, like, they just set up a factory and like part of that factory is like diminishing amount of time to like crank crank out the stuff you mm-hmm. know so they get them up to a certain quality and they like ship them out the door mm-hmm. and the matrix flaw you know the matrix like fight scene is like poopy i think because they like changed the whole shit around last minute mm-hmm. 
where they were like, oh, no, we're actually going to do this whole big fight scene. We needed, like, an action beat here, and we have to put in this huge fight scene. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Paul Walker looks great because they spent mm-hmm. a shit ton of time on it. They spent, like, a whole year just, like, gave one guy, like, a toothbrush and was, like, sculpt Paul Walker's face, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Do whatever it takes. If someone gave you a toothbrush... Or like maybe a scalpel at a rock. Piece of marble. Do you think if someone gave you a year and whatever sculpting equipment and material you wanted, could you sculpt Paul Walker's face? Like perfectly. I think I got that in me. Yeah? I think I could do it. It would I mean I would spend I would say probably the first 10 months or so doing mock-ups and they would be hilarious yeah. uh, renditions that look nothing like Paul Walker. But I yeah. think in the final, in the final crunch time, in the final 60 days, I think I would be able to knock out a hyper-realistic Paul Walker yeah. culture. And not just a stone face like staring into the distance, something animated, something that really moves the audience. Right. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I would do it. I could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a believer in like practice. Like, you know, like if you get better as an artist if you practice, it's not like a god-given skill. Mhm. Um but I would spend the first 6 months like dicking around. And then I'd be like, oh, I should probably watch like a master class or something. Like, <laughs> you know, like I got to get on this. <laughs> So I probably like dig around and watch a masterclass learning uh-huh. to sculpt and then like maybe buy some clay about eight months in figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then like the last week I would hole up in a room and like try to knock it out and it would turn out okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They would be like, I would literally lock myself. Everybody around in my life would be like, "What is he building in there? Mm-hmm. What the hell is he building in there?" Like, you come out dirt. with, yeah, they'll come out with a full beard. Mm-hmm. Your clothes will all be tattered. Yeah, you'll be a different man, but you'll have produced the. And then uh, it'll hold up a tray with like a mediocre Paul Walker bust <laughs> on it. And they'll be like, "That's what it was." A lot of effort, not a whole lot of results coming over here. Yeah. Um, I do follow Cody Walker on Instagram. How's he doing? Uh, Instagram. No one likes to do a podcast on Instagram, by the way. If I want to get on on that. Um, he's doing okay. Him and Sung Kang hang out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which I thought was like a nice thing. They build cars together and like go do track days and shit. Does Sung Kang live in Los Angeles? Any Los so. Angeles bros? I think so. That would That's be pretty my cool. guess. I don't look at the location. I'm not digging into the location data. I'm not mm-hmm. hacking into <laughs> hacking hacking in? their spot. Like Triangulating their position. I'm not getting a ping. But, uh, yeah, I think they live in LA. Both of them. Nice. Uh... Anyway, you want to talk about Furious 7 at all? What's your thoughts about this movie? Um, I mean, I can divert it one more time if we're interested. I watched, so um, yeah. Ronda, Ronda Rousey's Always. in this movie. Yes. Yeah. 
and who's been banned from Hollywood. Has she? Just for not being a very good actor. <laughs> so I like literally. So I just watched. Uh, she's in a new movie that I just watched. Whoa! Which probably was not in Hollywood. Maybe they filmed it in some offsite location where she could not be seen by the other stars. Yeah. But it What's was it, a, it was a uh, uh, I guess it's probably like a Netflix feature or something. Mile twenty two. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Mark Ronda Wahlberg. Rousey. Yeah. I don't know what Mark was doing with that. I like Mark. Did you watch it? Star. No, I yeah. didn't watch it. Was it good? I watched it. He plays he plays like the ultra neurotic version of himself as a um like a CIA yeah, he's like operative. A super killer. Yeah. Yeah, CIA super killer operative. He plays sort of like Hobbes. But very I am done with that level of Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? I'm done with Mark Wahlberg super killer. Mark Wahlberg colon super killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like Mark Wahlberg. I think he's a good uh, movie star. I think uh, I'm, I think he's an interesting screen presence. I think he has a really incredibly weird and interesting face. Um. Did he win an Oscar for The Departed? Hmm. He certainly got nominated. I'm not sure. I don't know. But he's a good actor, too. And I secretly think Pain and Gain is basically one of the best movies of the past 10 years. But... I uh, concur. Yeah. I concur. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's crazy. That movie's wild. It hits every single button I have. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I think how like how raw and muscular they actually got in order to be in that oh, movie, I think Anthony is incredible. Like, it's so good. Yeah, that movie is so fucking crazy and has actually really caused damage to my life because it reminded me that Michael Bay is like a really interesting, weird director and I have watched all his movies since and they're all fucking dog shit after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. all the Transformer 19, you know. I've seen them all. None of them are good. Pearl Harbor's not fucking good. It's like, I don't know, Bad. I mean, Bad Boys is good, but like, Bay's gotta get it back, man. Mm-hmm. All he wants to do is the guys make Transformers movies now. Like, don't mm-hmm. do something, man. You got it in you. Got it in you. Uh, sorry, you had work saying something oh, yeah. about Mark Mile Twenty Two. Ronda oh. Rousey, yes, Mile Twenty Two. Oh 22. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she plays exactly the same character, kind of like unlikable military person, but she fights well on screen, and that's pretty cool. And then she gets she gets killed big time. Yeah. Spoiler. Good. Yeah, I think she's fine as like a. Stunt fighter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was. Yeah, that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the ultimate sort of glory she was looking for. I don't think to be. Were a, you uh, watching the movie and you were like, "I'm glad Ronda Rousey is in this"? Did you have that feeling? Only, only because I knew that I was going to have at least something to talk about for my next podcast. <laughs> so it's it's great to see familiar it's faces. So. Us. Yeah. If yeah. you host a 
Fast and Furious centric podcast and happen to be on the week with Furious 7, the one movie Ronda Rousey is in, you watch Mile 22. Go for That's it. That's right. That's right. Maybe I'll chuck it on next cycle. Um, yeah, she had all these shit lined up. I don't remember. She had like at one point in her career, I think it was pretty much right after seven. It was, she was announced. I mean, there was one point she had like four movies in development that she was going to like either have a big part in or fucking star in. Mm -hmm. They started, I'm almost positive they started production on the uh, Roadhouse remake that she was mm. going to star in. It was going to be like, she was going to do Swayze's part. Yeah. Interesting idea. And would have worked great if they didn't get two weeks into production, do a bunch of table reads with Ronda Rousey and go, oh, Whoa there. fuck. We are in trouble. Yeah. Is she still, she's done with WWE also, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's she's off that rocket. Uh, yeah, she's not getting this movie either. But she has one, she has one line, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. Um, I will say, I mean, I'll probably, I'm not sure if I will how how much I will seek out, but when I see her in the next movie, I'll probably be excited to see her. Yeah. It's a familiar face at this point. Yeah. She's a familiar voice. Um, I would not be excited to see her in a movie, I think. If she popped up, I would be like, uh, I'm kind of dumb. I'm like, I, you know, I don't want to like give any like shit. I feel like I give a lot of shit to Rhonda that she doesn't deserve. Like I think it's kind of harsh because... I, she's never done anything to me. She's never said mm-hmm. anything like in an interview where I felt like I was like, "Oh, fuck you." Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching her get her ass beat like four times in a row <laughs> in the UFC, and like, you know, I mean, she went on an incredible run. Uh. She went on an incredible run in the UFC for a second and then got her ass beat like four times in a row. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You got anything else for this movie? No. I got asked to send a fucking work email right now, which I'm trying to like do and podcast <laughs> at, the same, at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's really not very much fun. We can hit some shout outs at this time. Yeah, let's do some shout outs. What do you want to shout out to this week, my man? So I got good feedback from one person about my coffee shout out. So I have another coffee related shout out this week. Nice. Who'd you get good um, feedback from? Um the the guest we had, Ashley. Oh, Ashley, last week. Yeah. hmm She mm-hmm. wanted to know what the deal was. She wanted to know. And yeah. I'm pleased to report that I have had good coffee and but my coffee machine broke. I usually use a drip. I destroyed the little glass carafe that it came with. So for the past couple of weeks here, I have been using um, my AeroPress. And 
for longtime listeners, I do believe I gave a shout out to the AeroPress before, which was like fine. Yeah. And then at some point I talked about my French press endeavors, which turned out to be pretty good. I've now combined the two experiences together in what is known as the inverted AeroPress technique. So okay. for those of you I know what an AeroPress is. Mm-hmm. I watch this coffee YouTube guy, and he talks about it sometimes. But nice. Tell us what the inverted. <laughs> so the inverted AeroPress. So a traditional AeroPress has three pieces. It has a cylinder with like a lip on it, and then it has a on the bottom. It has a screw-on filter thing, and the top is a plunger. Basically, you plunge from top to bottom, and yeah, the coffee comes out the bottom. Yeah. So pressure-based system, yes. Pressure-based system for your coffee. Um, I've, yeah, I I think I'd heard of it before, but I didn't understand it. So there's a technique here called the inverted AeroPress, which is you take the same mechanism, but you flip it upside yeah. down such that the cylinder, it creates an open top where the plunger's on the bottom. And then it's almost like a miniature French press. So you pour in your... Uh, coffee grinds, and then you're able to do a little bit of the, uh, your advice here, pour the little bit of the water in, let it bloom Uh for a few seconds. You've been reading about the bloom a little bit? I have really not been reading about the bloom, but since he told me about it, I've been using it as often as I can, and I dramatically improves the flavors. Good result. Yeah. Yeah. So inverted thing here, suction is then on the bottom, bloom, pour, stir, and instead of maybe like the two minutes that it would take to do your French press, 30 seconds, because yeah. it's a, a much smaller vessel here, then you screw on the then you screw on the filter and then you flip the entire thing Whoa. over and then press it as you normally would in AeroPress. But my criticism of the AeroPress is that it doesn't like steep long enough and I would always get kind of like light and sometimes inconsistent um, results. But in using in combining this inverted technique with some of the French press practices, I'm now now able to produce these dense, highly flavorful cups of coffee. I've seen people criticize the AeroPress for just not having enough pressure, right? Like Mm. if you're not going to have like, if you're not going to do a, a brew extraction, like a French press, this is crazy because I actually don't, I'm not like a coffee nerd. I, I literally don't. I make coffee one way. I make mm-hmm. it as like quickly and stupidly as possible. But I like have nothing to do with my life. So I like watch these videos on YouTube. <laughs> but it doesn't, if you're not going to have a brew, like a French press or a, a filter coffee like drip. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what's the glass one that's like fucking oh, it's yeah. still a filter, a V60 or whatever? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Chemex. You need a system in which there's a great amount of pressure. And like the actual pressure of pushing the water through the coffee grounds causes the extraction of the whatever. Um, and that the AeroPress just doesn't hit that level of pressure to to get there. But I'm glad mm-hmm. you found a system of making it work, basically. Right. 
Yeah. It solves the problem that I had with the AeroPress in the past, which was when you fill it up normally and pour the water in, yeah. it immediately starts um, gravity filtering or gravity yeah, yeah, filtering itself, which is not what you want. You right. want that press. So right. a combination here right, has produced excellent the inverted results. Inverted AeroPress technique. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a little anti-shout-out shade to the AeroPress itself. <laughs> What would you like to give a shout out to this week? Bro, we had a week off last week. It was sorely needed. I don't know if you heard, but there was an election in America. And it was stressful, man. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> it was what were the effects? What were the effects uh, overseas? How I was feeling? not, uh, I was working. And like, because we're on like a later time zone. I, I literally just spent all day looking at Twitter on my phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> like at work <laughs> and stressing out about the election. I mean, Tuesday night, which was actually Wednesday for me, um, was, I mean, it was like the most, I d- fell in the same trap everybody did, which is like, I completely forgot what everybody had said. It was like, it'll take a while for everything to suss itself out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I my stomach dropped on like Wednesday, and I just was like, "Oh, oh my god! Like, oh my god!" They were like, "I cannot even, I cannot fucking believe this is gonna happen again." Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just like, 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 poo, poo. you know, when uh, Letty has like flashes of like getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, except it was like that. It was like flashing in my brain, like white flashing in my brain of 2016. Of like, <laughs> which we spent together, I think, 2016 election. I think so. Yeah, we had barbecue that night. Nice. Um, yeah, we went to barbecue that night at 7, and by the time we walked out of the restaurant, I think it was like, Trump's probably going to be the president. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. Um, so, anyway, had, like, terror flashes. And then, like, I stayed up mad late, still scrolling through my phone. And late enough to understand, like, what was actually going to happen was that, like, Wisconsin was going to go blow and Michigan was going to go blow. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. So, I needed to de-stress. This is all getting to it. So, I was like... Number one on my de-stress list is don't watch a fucking Fast and the Furious movie this week. <laughs> right? It's the top self-care thing I can do. Great Honestly. call. Yeah. Number two, I rented a hotel room about half a mile away from my house in town. And I just spent the weekend fucking chilling. I got room <laughs> service, ordered a club sandwich, french mm-hmm. fries, Coca-Cola, Coffees in the morning. I had a nice big breakfast. I took a bath. I went to the spa. I got a massage. Oh my goodness! There's a pool and a hot tub. I spent hanging out in by the pool. Very luxe. Very luxe. Man, it was luxe as fuck. Yeah, I went to the Cordis in Auckland, uh, and it's definitely it's up there on the hotel tier in Auckland. I would say. It's not mm-hmm. the tippity top, 
But I'd say it's in the top 15%. Um, honestly, it's a fucking awesome time. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. Watch TV. Relax. I came out of there just feeling like a million bucks. Basically. So I would highly recommend Cordis Auckland. If you want to go, go. Stay. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. I will say that. I dropped a good number of American dollars on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the expenses uh, should be proportional to the amount of joy you seek. Especially at this uh, very celebratory time i'm also dog shit at budgeting when i'm in new zealand here Mm. because i'm just like oh it's like monopoly money it's like Mm. (laughs) it's like nothing (laughs) it's nothing even their money is like plastic and different colored Mm -hmm. so especially i'm like this isn't real (laughs) get rid of this stuff this is no worth to me what is this this is nothing um Obviously, that's a bad way to do it. Don't do it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really, like, it gets me into trouble sometimes in terms yeah. of getting my rent. Um, yeah, that's what I want to shout I want to shout out to the quarters. It was dope. Mm-hmm. The people were nice. They gave me ice cream. That's excellent. That sounds like a beautiful experience, and I feel like Good I need life. to go and uh, prioritize some yeah, wellness. Come, man. Come to New Zealand. Yeah? Nobody came. I moved no? my ass to New Zealand. People were like, oh, come with me. And then nobody came. Nobody came to New Zealand? Nobody came. The Aotearoa. Oh, fuck. Why do I always fuck that up when I try to say it? Aotearoa. Aotearoa. Yeah, nobody came. Sorry. It's cool, man. How's COVID I'm not sure life? if I'm going to get on. Uh, yeah, don't get on a plane. And it's gonna I'm happen. definitely not getting on a plane yeah. for the foreseeable future. Absolutely don't do that. Yeah, but COVID life is spooky. I'm dying to get home. I'll be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Dying to get home. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of waiting for a COVID vaccine. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of just trying to chill in like a functioning place. Yeah. While a COVID vaccine comes out. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think it does too. I yeah. don't want to like murder my mom. That's like what right? I'm most afraid of. I agree. Yeah. And I'd like to see her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's promised to like lock herself in her house for the winter. (laughs) Yeah. Stay inside. Stay alive. (laughs) Please, God. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. right, So, last days of President Trump. That's cool. And Mm -hmm. uh, the last days of this cycle are coming up. Woo. We're going to watch it next week. And then we're watching. Mm -hmm. Hobbs and Shaw again. Uh, my fave movie. Mm-hmm. My favorite but then we got an in-betweener, and then we're back at one, which is always a good place to be. Oh, yeah. I should put the in-betweener. Okay, so if you want to vote on what the in-betweener is going to be, I put a post on Patreon, patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. If you throw us $1, you can vote in that poll. 
And uh, you could cancel after a month. You could throw us a buck, one dollar, plus tax. But then cancel almost immediately. And you like, um, just vote in the poll if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool if you want to do it. I mean, I'm not sitting here like begging. But I've mismanaged my finances to a degree where <laughs> I could use more than three patrons on Patreon. I mean, we love our patrons. We got three of them. People said to us, build a fan base first. We said uh-huh. no. We said, uh-uh. <laughs> we said, build a base because you don't want to sit with people go to Patreon and they see three patrons. And they're like, I'm not subscribing to this. Uh-huh. I don't care about the mechanic. I'm not trying to gamify this. All right. Here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to produce excellent quality extra content for some beautiful fucking people who throw Hell us a yeah. buck, you know, once, once in a while. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. So patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. I'm really trying to get to five people. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good like goal. That's a good target. That's a good goal for us as a company. I want to do this Riddick series really bad. And I've been trying to hold out till we get five. But I mm-hmm. think we should probably just fucking do it. Okay. Let's get it. Let's yeah. get some supplementary episodes going here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I gotta figure out All how right. to create an RSS feed. Ooh. I know, crazy. Uh, if you want to connect with us on Twitter at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast. Uh, we are on Instagram. No one likes to do a podcast on Instagram. There's an email, no one likes to do a podcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast. Um, but do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That would be literally so dope of you. If you're not going to do the Patreon thing, do the Apple Podcast rate and review. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Fuck, Go fuck yourself. That's also option three. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean? you've made... If you made it this far into the episode, thank you so much. You're the real. No, you guys are the no. real ones. If you you guys are the real ones. And you're saying to yourself, "I'm not gonna contribute to the Patreon." Also, I'm not gonna take two minutes to write a review. Actively go fuck yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <gasps> fuck your lifestyle. I'm out. I didn't That's do a, a movie review this week, but I don't have time. So I got I did watch a movie. We'll talk about it next week. Wonderful. Awesome, bro. Till next time, my friend. Peace.